Hi, this is Relate to the Bible podcast with Deborah Styling, a podcast that helps listeners realize the Bible is still relevant in the 21st century. Hello, this newest podcast is called Assigning the Duties of the Three Families of Levites and Counting Them. It covers Numbers, chapter 4, verses 1 through 49. Um, also, you can find this at Books of the Bible in Smaller Chunks at HTTPS, colon, double backslash, Bible in Smaller Chunks, B-I-B-L-E-I-N-S-M-A-L-L-E-R-C-H-U-N-K-S, dot blogspot, B-L-O-G-S-P-O-T dot com. I felt led to write this for people in our busy world, so they can listen to this or read this in their smaller chunks of time. Revelations. 22 verses 18 through 19 is first and foremost in my mind in doing any of this because it says not to add to or take away from any of the things written in the Bible. So I had a big dilemma and prayed and prayed and the way what God had on my heart was that I'm just not supposed to change the meaning of any of the passages and but he also has shown me ways to add to the understanding of what a person's reading or hearing. So sometimes there will be background information, repetitive um, background information, paraphrasing of, of background information or other events or uh, information that might possibly add clarity that are put within brackets. And then on the internet, if you go to the site, those that are significant and will be in a different color text than the other font, so that it makes the viewer totally aware, oh, she's added this. And usually when I, in the podcast, I'll say within brackets, it says, if I think it's important that you know that, I've added it. But other things like putting more current terms or who's speaking or being spoken to, I will put within brackets, same color font, but I won't always say within brackets unless I just want you to know certain information. Um, also, the Lord had it on my heart to put this in a table format. Now, although I can't totally know why he had that on my heart to do, but I get the impression that it may make it easier for people to understand or because it builds on or has a potential of building on what was just previously said and it breaks it into smaller chunks. And I, I don't actually know because I'm God and he had his purposes, but, um, but I think it has the potential of being beneficial. I also don't include repetitive text unless it adds new meaning or it's done for emphasis. But if it doesn't, and I'm just talking repetitive text within one chapter, um, I will leave the repetitive portion out or condense it so that if there are like some things when they're talking about armies and our generations, some of this information is almost like a whole paragraph over and over and over again repetitive. and this is supposed to make it easier, faster for people to read or listen to. So those things that don't add new meaning and are not done for emphasis are not included, which alters the verse numbering. So I'll tell you, this is verse three, verse four, verse five. 
I just tell you like I did. I tell you a range where this is the book of the Bible, Numbers, chapter 4, and it covers verses 1 through 49. So, you know, the vast majority of the pertinent information in this chapter, that the Lord had on my heart to include here, is there. Um, also, I primarily use the King James Version Bible, and lots and lots and lots of prayers. But at times, BibleGateway.com, BibleHub.com, and other internet resources is necessary. There are times also where I will condense, combine, and compress similar words. And as I said, put more current terms. And sometimes who's speaking and who's being spoken to within brackets. Because it's quite often that they will say, he spoke to him. And it can be kind of tricky if you're listening to this or if somebody's reading it, you know, to know who the he and him are. Not that I do it all the time, but if I think it would be beneficial at times, then I put it within brackets. But, um, and when it comes to, when I come to a asterisk, I'll say, ah, there's an asterisk. It's foretelling of a future event. Later in the New Testament, I'll say, ah, there's an asterisk. It's telling a few, uh, an event was for, um, fulfilled. But if I can briefly summarize that after that passage, I will. But Many times I can't do it briefly, or it's too far reaching, so I will um, just keep going on. And um, the words of Jesus will be in red, and I will tell you that when we get there. Assigning the duties to the three families of Levites and counting them. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, Take and record the total of Kohath's sons from among the sons of Levi by their families, by their father's houses from 30 to 50 years old, who entered the ministry to do the work of the tabernacle of the congregation. This shall be the work of Kohath's sons in the tabernacle of the congregation related to the most holy things. When the camp sets out, Aaron and his sons shall come and take down the covering veil. Oh, I should tell you, tabernacle of the congregation is a big, big, big tent-like church where the Israelites, while they're in the wilderness the israelites come to worship the lord god and but it has to be collapsed and moved each time they move to a different location it's not like they move every night but they're in a place for whatever length of time until the lord leads them to the next place anyway they're supposed to take the tabernacle down okay when the can sets out Aaron and his sons will come and take down the covering veil and the cover and cover the Ark of the Covenant with it. And the Ark of the Covenant, no, it doesn't say Ark of the Covenant, the Ark of the Testimony. Anyway, those are the two tablets, or they call them tables, of the Ten Commandments that are in the Ark. Then they shall cover it with badger skin and shall spread over it a cloth, totally a blue, and put in holes to carry it. Um, the Ark was made, this is an aside, with like a big ring on either end of the ark, you know, kind of in my mind, I think of like a big treasure chest with a ring attached on each of the four corners. And then they would put poles, and these are poles of shittim wood, and they're covered with gold. And they, you know, it would take four people and two on one side and two on the other, or two across and two back. I don't know exactly which direction they did it. And they would carry it to the next location. Okay. Mm, I lost my place. Um, okay. 
and put poles to carry it. Upon the table of showbread, they shall spread a blue cloth and put dishes, spoons, and bowls in their covers. The bread shall be on the table continually. They shall spread a scarlet cloth over them and cover that with badger skin and put the poles to carry it. They shall take the blue cloth and cover the candlestick of lights and its lamps, tongs, and snuff dishes. I think a snuff dishes, do you put the candle out, snuff it out? And all the oil vessels and things used to minister with it. And put all related items within a covering of badger skin and put it upon a carrying bar. They shall spread a blue cloth upon the golden altar. It shall be and this never mind. Um, I was gonna get off on an assignment and then I lose my track of where I am. It shall be put within a covering of badger skins and poles to carry it, and it shall be put in. Wait a minute. Poles to carry it shall be put in. They shall take all the instruments, which are the articles used for ministering in the sanctuary, and put them in a blue cloth and cover them with badger skin and put them in, on a carrying bar. They should take away the ashes from the bronze altar and spread a purple cloth on it. They shall put it on. They shall put it on the vessels, which is utensils used to minister at the altar, the censers, the flesh hooks. Flesh hooks is like they had the big meat offering and they had to get a, a big giant hook to pull the meat out. Okay, that's the flesh hooks. Shovels, or at least that's the best of my understanding of what it is. Shovels, bowls, basins, and all vessels of the altar. They shall spread a covering of badger skin on it and put poles to carry it. When Aaron and his sons have ended covering all the things of the sanctuary as the camp is set to go forward, Kohath's son shall come to carry these. But they shall not touch any holy things lest they die. These things are the responsibility of Kohath in the tabernacle of the congregation. The office of Eleazar, Aaron's son, the priest, pertains to the oil of the light, for the light, the sweet incense and the daily meat grain offering. Hey, there's an aside. Okay, so in the King James Version of the Bible, they call it a meat offering. In lots of the more newer versions of the Bible, they call it a grain offering. So in my mind, it's because it pertains to the meat offering, but it is really a grain. So it's the, the cakes of bread. In my mind, it's kind of like potato pancakes of but it's a grain that, or like a pancake type of thing, I don't actually know. And um, so it's of grain, so those other Bibles use grain, but it's offered with the meat, so the King James Version says meat. So I just put slash, meat, grain, and the cover's supposed but I want to explain it. Okay, so the meat slash grain offering, the anointing oil and the oversight of all the tabernacle, the sanctuary and all the vessels that are in it. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron saying, don't cut off the tribe of the Kohathite families from among the Levites. Do this so they may live and not die when they approach the most holy things. Aaron and his sons shall go in and appoint to each person his work and responsibility, but they shall not go in to see when the holy things are covered lest they die. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, 
Take also the total number of Gershon sons by their families, by their father's houses from 30 to 50 years old, who entered the ministry to do the work of the tabernacle of the congregation. The service of the Gershonites, they shall carry the curtains, the tabernacle of the congregation, its covering, the covering of badger skins that is above and upon it, and the hangings for the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, the decorative hangings of the court, and the court's kind of like a patio, at least that's what I think it is, and the hangings for the door of the gate of the court, by or courtyard, by the tabernacle and by the altar and around it and its cords, ropes, and all the instruments equipped, equipment needed for the service of the tabernacle and all the things made for them, they shall perform. Aaron and his sons are in charge of appointing the Gershonite sons with all their service of carrying things and responsibilities. Ithamar, Aaron's son, the priest, is in charge of assigning the duties of the sons of Gershon in the tabernacle of the congregation. You shall count Merari's sons by their families, by their father's houses from 30 to 50 years old who entered the ministry to do the work of the tabernacle of the congregation. All the service of Merari's sons for their responsibilities in the tabernacle of the congregation is under the direction of Ithamar, Aaron's son, the priest. They are responsible for carrying the boards of the tabernacle and its bars, sockets and pillars of it, also the pillars, the pillars like a column, around the court, and its sockets, pins, cords, ropes, and with all their furnishings, assign the things that each man is to carry. Moses, Aaron, and the chief of the congregation counted the Kohath's sons by their families, by their father's houses from 30 to 50 years old, and who entered the ministry to do the work of the tabernacle of the congregation, which were 2,750. Moses and Aaron counted the Kohathites according to the Lord's command at the hand of Moses. Those counted of the Gershonite sons by their families, by their father's houses from 30 years, 30 to 50 years old, who entered the ministry to do the work of the tabernacle of the congregation were 2,630. Moses and Aaron counted Gershon's sons according to the Lord, to the Lord's command. Those counted of Merari's sons by their families, by their father's house from 30 to 50 years old, who entered the ministry to do the work of the tabernacle of the congregation were 3,200. Moses and Aaron counted Merari's sons according to the Lord's command. Those counted of the Levites by their families, by their father's houses from 30 to 50 years old who entered the ministry to do the work of the tabernacle of the congregation were 8,580, the total, grand total. Moses and Aaron counted the Levites according to the Lord's command. As the Lord commanded at the hand of Moses, he assigned their duties and told what to carry. Thus, they were all counted as the Lord commanded Moses. The next time I share a podcast, it will be called Committing Sins and Marital, Un uh, Marital Unfaithfulness. And it's for Numbers 5, verses 1 through 31. Please share this with others. Thank you. Thank you for joining us at Relate to the Bible. I look forward to you joining us next time where you will hear more examples of how you can relate the Bible in ways that are especially meaningful to you.